Welcome to the Digital Marketing Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Are you a business owner, entrepreneur, C-suite executive, maybe even a side hustler? You know that the digital marketing landscape is really, really important and vital to your business. The problem is, like most business owners, you're just busy. You don't have time for it. And with the landscape that's ever evolving, it's continually changing, and there's more and more noise. You really don't have the time to follow it, nor understand what is the noise and what needs to be paid attention to. We're going to help you with all of that. We're going to make sure that the time you spend with us here on the show is time that's well spent. And at the same time, we're going to make sure that those digital marketing strategies that you're using in your business, in your professional life, are actually worth their time and their money. Because we're going to give you the self-help guides, the how-to, the latest statistics and trends. Being in the business ourselves, working in digital marketing, we also know what works and we also know what doesn't work. And we're going to share that with you as well. So if you're a busy business owner and you're looking for some help with your digital marketing, we would love for you to join us on this journey. Please tune in. You can like the show, subscribe to it. And to stay up to date, be sure to follow us at our website, pajonigroup.com. Thank you. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Digital Marketing Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Here in the episode today, we're going to dive deep into some specific strategies and some tips that you can use in your planning and in your content creation for 2024 in order to engage with the audience, in order to break through with the audience. And more importantly, to help cut through and tell your story. You're definitely going to want to tune into this episode to get all of these hands-on tips that you can implement right away. Welcome, everybody, to the Digital Marketing Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Uh, we've got a wonderful show here for you today. This is our third show and third episode in the podcast itself. The first episode, highly recommend if you haven't listened to it, by all means, uh, it is definitely something you're going to want to listen to. It is chock full of advice, chock full of statistics. If you're out there planning your strategy for this year, uh, for 2024, you're going to want to get those up-to-date statistics and trends that we outlined there in the show pretty extensively. The second show, we follow up with a conversation around AI. There's a lot of information out there on AI and a lot of people using AI. Uh, very, very pertinent if you are using it in your business, if you're using it in your content creation, etc. So we touch on uh, some do's and don'ts with AI, uh, maybe reduce some of the noise that's out there for you. 
uh, for your planning for 2024. But for today, because in the outset of the show, if you've listened to the trailer, you listened to the beginning of the first episode, we I provided a little bit of an outline of what this show is about. And we want to give you as business owners being busy, we want to cover two things for you is we want to give you the resources that are going to work and we want to make sure that the resources that you're using are those that are going to maximize your efforts and your dollars. So we have four specific tips here. We're going to give you a bonus tip as well. Four specific tips uh, for your social media strategy and what you can do in 2024 to kind of take it to that next level. So again, for those of you that are new to the show, that are just tuning in for the maybe the first time, All of the information that we provide here in the podcast is available in hard copy. Head to our website, pajonigroup.com. That's pajonigroup.com slash blog. You'll find all of these things written out. You can print them, uh, share them, download them, whatever you like. Uh, But all of the information is available in a hard copy. Don't feel like uh, you need to take these notes here while you're listening to this. We've got all of that covered for you. And you can also subscribe there when you're on the page uh, so that you get these right in your inbox as we produce them. We haven't really established a schedule for putting the content out. Um, It just seems to be... um, Right now, it just seems to be a lot coming uh, in in kind of waves here. So uh, we will hopefully decide on a bit of a, a bit more of a schedule, and we can update you on that as well. So let's dive in. Let's dive right in. Very excited here to provide this information. Uh, we're all about helping uh, helping business owners, helping individuals with their social media needs and digital marketing. So let's dive right in. Point number one. Uh, point number one. I want to make is. You want to be proactive, okay? You want to be proactive in 2024. There's a couple of things that have changed. Going back to the very first episode, if you didn't listen to it, we provide a five-year review of all of the social media channels. So it's going to show you uh, in that episode, I don't want to give it all away because there is some really good value in listening to it, but you need to know that all of the channels are different and all of the channels uh, are operating at a different level, in the sense of some are trending higher, some are trending lower. Um, So you're going to want to get that sense. But specifically, uh, what has also changed, uh, keep in mind, is that we now have the verified option on a lot of the social media channels. What does that mean? That means if you are not a verified account, your information and your content is not going to be pushed to the top. So therefore, it has to be really, really good. Otherwise, the audience is going to move right past it. So that's the second option. If you're not going to be verified, it's got to be really good. I would make the argument as well, it needs to be good either way, whether you're verified or not. But if you're not verified, the the onus on making that content really good is even more important. I'm not saying you have to be verified uh, here at the Pajoni Group. We are not, um, but that is your choice. So being proactive, being proactive, and what do we mean by being proactive? And there's a couple of reasons behind why we're saying you need to be proactive. For verified accounts, the verified accounts are being pushed, their content to the top of the page by the algorithm. So what we want to do is we want to work with the algorithm. If we're not a verified account, if we are even better, if we're not on that verified account status, we want to work with the algorithm and kind of tweak it to work in our favor. How can we do that? Number one, being proactive. 
What do we mean by being proactive? Being proactive means someone interacts with your content and leaves a comment. Interact with it. React to it. Comment back. Thank them. Do something along those lines to recognize the fact that someone has taken some time to reach out to you. Don't ignore it. Now, if someone has left you a comment and then you leave a comment back or react to it, they are more likely to maybe come back to your page and interact with more content. Let's flip the page a little bit. Let's say you find really good content out there and there's lots of it out there. It can be in your industry. It can be in an industry that you would like to get noticed in with your business. It can be a subject that's near and dear to your business's heart or yours. It can be just a great photo of maybe where you live. Leaving a comment then offers the opportunity the same way you reacted. It offers the opportunity for the individual who's page that you've left that comment on to now look at your profile. If they then interact and look at your profile, we're now telling the algorithm, hey, when I post that person who has already come to my page and consumed some of my content, and the more they consume, the greater the chance the algorithm is going to push content to them. When I post, they, the algorithm is going to then push your content to them. So that's the one thing you want to do with being proactive. The second thing you want to be with being proactive is in, in not being that verified account, your content that you're putting out, you might have a, you know, a, a boatload of followers, but the followers may not be getting your content. It may not be following through into their feed. So what you want to do is be proactive with it. So be proactive, reach out to even people in your network. If it's a great article that you think, Hey, Sally, this would be a great article for Sally and her business. And I really think it can help her reach out to her with a direct message about that. There's a very good chance. Once you do that, she'll then interact with the content. She'll take a look at it. And now again, we're telling the algorithm, Hey, uh, Sally would like to interact with my content. So when I publish the next piece of content, Sally will see it. So that's something is something that you want to do is be a little bit more proactive. Um, so here's some tips. If you're, you, you've got the gist of what I'm saying in terms of being proactive, uh, these are some of the individuals you might want to focus on. Uh, find some key influencers in your segment or area, market leaders, uh, as well, don't forget hashtags, hashtags that are important to where you work, the sector that you're in, the location that you're in, any locations or sectors or specific topics that you want to be known for. So those are all some great ideas that you can consume. Um, along with, and I should have said this probably at the beginning, you want to set time in 2024. I see so many business owners not doing this. Set some time for your social media and put it in the calendar. If it's if 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 your business bank account is as important to your business, so you set aside a time, whether it's you or you delegate it to somebody else to pay your bills. This is the same thing. We all set time. A lot of people are setting their goals for you know twenty twenty four of losing weight, losing and and it's and we're all about that. Uh, losing weight's great and everyone, but then everyone that, that embarks on it, they set that time in the schedule to lose the weight. 
to go to the gym, to go for a walk, to eat healthy, to cook healthy. All of those things are set in the calendar. This is no different. Set it in the calendar. And always set it with something that you can start with and then you can always build upon it. So as an example, don't set your calendar for an hour of social media and you're having a really hard time after 30 minutes staying focused. Cut it back to 20 minutes and then stay consistent at 20 minutes and then build upon it. So definitely set it in in your calendar to make sure that you can implement all of these things this year to take your social media and your brand to the next level. Okay, so point number two. Point number two, narrow the focus. Because of what the algorithm is now doing with that paid content, a lot of what, if you're not verified, is going to get pushed to the top is content that's from a verified account possibly. But what you also want to do is now be focused uh, on what you specifically want to be known for. So as an example, I'm going to pick on our own company here. Uh, we spent about three years uh, putting out uh, daily motivations. I believe we have over 700 of them. So if you're, there's a uh, shameless plug here. If you're looking for some daily motivations, uh, you can find anything on the, on the Pajoni group at all the social media channels. It's all there. Uh, there's tons of them from people that are very well known to people they've never heard of to stuff that we came up with ourselves. Uh, but it's all there and we, we did it and we, we got really good traction out of it and there was nothing wrong with it, but we don't want to be known for just motivations. We also want to be known for digital marketing, which is why we've now launched uh, a podcast to help out with that. So what you want to do is you want to specifically focus on, uh, what it is that you want to be known for. What does your company want to be known for? You can ask yourself some simple questions when people hear my name. I want them to think this. When people hear the name of our firm, we want them to think this. That's not to say you can't do other content with it, absolutely, but there should be more of a focus on what it is that your specialty is so that you're known for it. Okay, number three, the third one, the third one, producing genuine content, genuine, genuine content. Um, if you've missed our show, um, as I mentioned, the first episode, we go through some incredible stats. Uh, the second show on AI specifically, the second episode where we discuss AI, we get into some of the stats around AI and it's a really good report that came out, uh, from Hootsuite and in terms of what people were using AI for and their views of AI. Uh, and this is really, really important because, what what's happening is there's going to be more and more companies that are going to rely on AI to produce the content from start to finish. 103% are expecting, it's an increase of 103% uh, for this coming year that they're expecting to use AI to create the entire piece of content from start to finish. So there's a massive, massive opportunity for you to create and produce genuine content that's going to cut through and be different. Keep something in mind. If you're using AI to produce your content from start to finish, guess who else is? Your competition. So your chat GPT search is being used by someone else as well. And the results that it's spitting out are spitting it out to multiple people, maybe thousands of people. And if they all implement exactly what it says, you're all coming up with the same content. So you're going to want to separate yourself and produce the genuine content. Again, 
At the end of the show, uh, in the AI episode, we give you a bit of a cheat sheet. If you want to use ChatGPT for idea generation, that is outstanding. That's a, it's a great source. It, you know, it's it's a great opportunity to kickstart stuff. I think I think I failed to mention this uh, possibly in the AI episode. You know, we came up with the idea for the for for this podcast, but the name itself was totally ChatGPT. I give I give ChatGPT the credit for it. Um, we spent hours working on a name and trying to come up with something. We plugged it into ChatGPT, and within an hour, we had the name. So it works for certain things and you can work with it. So again, if, if you're producing that genuine content, you are definitely going to cut through, uh, the noise. Okay. Point number four, when you're producing your content this year, point number four, uh, and there's two strategies that, that I'm going to outline to this point. Number four is producing deeper content. So deeper content, we mean um, you're going to want to go a little bit deeper than surface level on a topic and provide additional information. So for those of you that are, uh, aware of what a carousel is on Instagram, so a carousel came about, um, it was introduced in Instagram, uh, kind of as, as a bit of a tweak to what Instagram came up with. When Instagram first came out, it, they offered you the opportunity to add a photo. I think they added, I think they went to three photos after that. I could be mistaken, but anyway, you had one photo to start off with. And it was very visual. The appeal on Instagram was it's very visual. Uh, you post a photo, for example, a uh, bit of an extension from uh, from Facebook. Uh, you post a really nice photo. Here's where we went. Maybe it's a trip, etc. And then Instagram opened it up so you could you could post ten photos. So you could post a whole photo album. So um, you know Sally and John's wedding, uh, beach vacation, whatever the case is, and you post an entire set of photos of a trip or whatever the case is. And there's 10 of them. I don't know who came up with it, uh, but someone came up with this idea to post instead of 10 photos, you could post 10 slides. And it's essentially a 10 slide, what's called a carousel. Uh, and in there, there's a bit of a sales pitch. You can add a, you can add quotes to it. There's usually a call to action something that you want the audience to do at the end of, of the carousel. Maybe that's following your account, subscribing, sharing the link, downloading it, saving it, etc. subscribing your newsletter. So there's all sorts of different calls to action, but what ends up happening is you produce deeper content and the deeper content is very, very valuable. If you remember what I mentioned earlier at the outset of this show about the verified options being pushed to the top and your content needing to be better. It needs to be better because we need the, the interaction of the audience back to your content. So let's take an example. Just follow me for one second here. Let's say you post a picture and it has a bit of a call to action to it uh, to reach out to your company because you specialize in X, Y, and Z. And you post just that. I'm, I'm, I'm using Instagram here as an example. Uh, you post that photo with the call to action to reach out to you. Uh, as opposed to doing that, we post a carousel outlining uh, a pain point that your customers have and how you solve that pain point for the customer with your product or service. And we outline that in 10 slides. Now, we post the two of them to Instagram. The audience interacts with the one post 
maybe they read it for, say, all of three seconds and then move on. It didn't spur them to do anything. Now, let's say the audience reads on the carousel as an, as, as, uh, as a, as an example. They read each page for three seconds. Now they've spent 30 seconds on your content. So what are we now telling the, the algorithm? We're telling the algorithm, I like this content. We're also telling the algorithm, I like the content from this person. So by going deeper, we're doing two things. We're telling the algorithm that these individuals want to see our content and we're connecting with the audience on a deeper level by providing them something of value. So you're accomplishing two things at once in that. The third little bullet I'm going to add into uh, producing the deeper content is it's going to save you some time. So for example, let's say you post uh, in a carousel on Instagram, the 10 photos. Well, now you have 10 individual smaller pieces of content that you can then put out the rest of the month. You can add those to your stories. You can expand on those with a blog piece. You can put them into a video and make a video out of it. Uh, the other thing that you can also do is you can then read it into audio, kind of like what's happening here with a podcast or on a full video. So there's an opportunity now to take that carousel, use it as what's known in the industry as a pillar piece of content, and then slice out smaller pieces of that to fill in your content for the rest of the month. What's great about it is if you had a specific topic or a specific pain point, you can keep driving home that message of how you solve that over the month by still providing uh, good value in the process. So that's something else to consider um, with the with the deeper content and that carousel piece. The last little thing I want to touch on with the carousel piece, very important, is always remember as well, as I mentioned, you only have 10, 10 slides uh, if you're doing it in Instagram. You're limited to the 10 slides. If you were to do this exact same piece of content in Facebook, or in LinkedIn, it's it's not 100% limited, but it's a little bit unlimited. They don't limit the number of pages. You're just limited on the size. You're limited on the size of the attachment that you can put in. So if you had difficulty uh, producing it in 10 slides, uh, but you're, you're not going to be posting it on Instagram, then by all means expand on it. If it, it might sometimes, and sometimes it takes twelve slides or thirteen slides, or it's that one additional point you want to make, or uh, you know, or 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 an additional two points, etc., that you want to expand on that would really make it worthwhile. Then by all means go for it, and you can post that on uh, on LinkedIn. So that's something else to uh, to keep in mind. Okay, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna touch on uh, the, those are the four tips for 2024. I want to provide one last thing, which is going to tie into uh, the previous two episodes we did on the, on the trends and on and on AI, and this has to do with uh, third-party generated content. There's a lot of third-party generated content out there for various industries, um, and and what you what you want to make sure is that in producing the genuine content. 
on point number three that we outlined here, if you have third-party content you have purchased that you want to use, there's nothing wrong with that, but take some time to tweak it to make it your own. So that could be some individual messaging. That can be some branding issues that you want to bring in. It can be your own views that you can incorporate into the pieces. So there's definitely some things you want to do if you are using third-party generated content to personalize it to yourself. Why do I say that? Reason why I say that is, and I'm going to give it away a little bit here uh, from the AI episode, uh, we touch on it, 62%, 62% of the people in your audience, if they recognize that the piece of content was created by AI, they 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 dislike it. So 62% of them dislike it. So you want to be very, very careful this year when you're using AI. And it's, and I'm not saying that third-party content is, is AI generated, um, but that's another caution you want to be sure from your third-party provider that it isn't AI generated either. Um, but it is something to be aware of as well. Okay, so that's it for the episode for today. Uh, I really hope uh, some of these tips can help you out in your planning for 2024. Again, if there's any questions, uh, this show, you are like the, the, uh, you as the listeners are like the shareholders, uh, of the digital marketing mindset podcast here. This is your show. You've spent some time with us. It's your ownership interest. If you have a question, you have a topic, you have something you want us to address, please send us an email, uh, dmm at pajonigroup.com dmm at pajonigroup.com you can also find in the show notes and we would love to hear from you and help you out any way that we can we wish you much success and profitability in the weeks ahead and we thank you for tuning in